welcome to the show, everybody. Um, I want to start things off by speaking not as a white man, but as a member of the media. Uh, I work in the media. Uh, I studied the media. I went to school for media. I understand that media at its heart is their goal is to synthesize an idea to to the simplest way possible, uh, a word, a catchphrase, whatever is the easiest that will ingrain in your head. And what the media has been describing what's going on in this country right now is riots and rioters. And that's, it's not helpful. And here's why. Because the rioters, we have this big group being called rioters, when in reality, it's two groups which are protesters and looters. Um, and they are both have very different goals. And I just want to be clear that there is a distinction as someone who's been to, to protests and who has been watching a lot of TV and seeing what's going on, the horrible things that are going on. Um, it's not all like that. This is not what this is all about. This is about justice. This is about peace. This is about us all being on the same playing field for once and, and all feeling safe in our society. And if you go outside and you talk to people instead of watch what's going on on TV, you will understand that as well. And I encourage you all to do that. Go, go somewhere. You know, um, there's so many protests going on. I'm sure you could find one. Just go and talk to people, seriously, or just listen to people. You know, it's, it's much different looking someone in the eye talking about their experience than it is, you know, reading about it or listening to a news anchor describe it. Uh, I encourage you to go. Um, but in addition to that, I want to make a point about these protests because uh, I, I, know, I know a lot of us white folks are meaning well, and we have feelings about the situation as well. But I went to one of the protests I was at. It was an open mic basically being passed around, and people could say, you know, whatever they want. Um, but there were, it was mostly white people talking, I'll be honest. And I, while I, I, your feelings about this are valid, they're not equal. And I think we need to take a step back and listen and take the lead of those who experience this and live in this world every day. Uh, so anyway, and that's my fucking... Uh, uh, preaching to start the words of Jaybird. Number 25, by the way, the um, the quarter, the George Washington the coin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but my guest today, man, um, is a psychology major and was my roommate for three years in college. And you might know him as the incredible beat in my <laughs> film, Fat Man. Uh Welcome to the podcast, my good friend Jordan Taylor Griggs. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm sorry for ranting, but welcome to the show. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I've been wanting to jump on this for quite some time. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm extremely proud of everything that you you're doing right now, everything that you've done in the past, the podcast, everything that you you've been uh, shouting, posting on social media, all the injustices in this world. Uh, I appreciate everything. I appreciate your voice, even though you feel like, um, you know, uh, being a white man or being, you know, a white person, 
that your your voice uh you should be able to listen more to these kind of issues um with it is appreciated you know us as black people we don't need your sympathy but we do need your support and i think that that's what matters um any anytime man i'm i what is it because I, I just I just feel like you know making Facebook posts is not enough. There's a point to where you you know you have to start speaking yeah. out, and and yeah. a podcast is a medium where you can sit down and listen to points of view of all kinds for for hours on end. You know, without having to worry about getting cut to commercial or a mm-hmm. moderator. Like there is no one paying for this show. Clearly, I mean, literally. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you'll get there. You know, this is what it's all about, and I appreciate you coming on to share your perspective. Um, uh, what does it, what does it feel like for there to be, you know, hundreds of of, thousands of people all across the country out protesting, um, for something that is so, so personal and so real, real to you like this? What is it? What is it's, um, it's a great feeling. I we've been waiting for this <laughs> for quite some time. Like as us as black people, you know, we wanted our voices to be heard. We wanted the things that we go through in our everyday lives to be heard and to be empathized with. Um, I think a lot of the times it just you know it it becomes a trend and then it you know gets way to the side after maybe a couple of weeks or two, or it's brought up every now and then. But I think this protest um it's different you know all 50 states i believe like 13 countries 15 countries all participated in the protest and i think that's beautiful that's a powerful thing um something that we've never seen in history of time um we we know that this is a serious matter uh, and you know, we're looking for change so i i you know i'm grateful i'm grateful for every everyone taking a part into this for those who haven't stepped up, you know, I, I, I'm, we're being patient. We're, we're waiting, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have the time. The, uh, the, the craziest thing about this protest against, you know, police brutality is, is the fact that never in my life has I, have I seen more videos of police brutality now because of this. Um, oh. Absolutely insane like stuff that like if growing up in 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 school and reading history books like you would have never thought like america would look like this like where you know not not only is can can a man can a man be uh, suffocated to death on on the pavement but an elderly man can just be fucking shoved aside like like he's nothing and, and stepped over like what the hell kind of country yeah. has is this becoming? It's so, it's really wild and it's it's fucking. I don't even know. It's it's heartbreaking. It's it is heartbreaking. And it? to see people still support that as well, like um, those two officers that pushed the old man, the the old man, seventy seven, at least seventy years old. He was. They they, they shoved him down on the ground and he hit, he hit his head and it starts bleeding profusely out of his ear. Right. As two. Two officers did it, and then 50 others walked by. So those two officers are being arrested and charged, and there's apparently hundreds of officers outside protesting 
the fact that they've been charged. I heard, I've heard a, a bunch quit their jobs. Now, is, is that they, the same protest, the ones yeah. that are protesting? Okay. 70, uh, 71 or 74 of them quit the, quit the task force. They're still, they're still cops, but they quit that specific like protest task force that they were in, involved with in, in, okay. but like, that's, that's, they're supporting that. That's in support of that. That's yeah. crazy. Like how, do, how, how do you, how do you rationalize that as human beings? And they're saying, you know, the official word, I was like, they're, they're, they were just following orders. I, what is I, honestly, I honestly don't know. I don't know how you can support <laughs> sticking up for an officer that, you know, shoved an, what you said, 70-year-old man to the ground. I, I don't know. I don't get how you can support. Who was carrying a police helmet towards a group of 50 officers, by the way. So what what type of what type of threat could he have posed, if not you know, if, if he wasn't bringing the helmet to them, was he gonna you know like start working his way through them? I don't know, man. Just just in the one. I it's, think it's just more is more of like who who they are and who they relate to the most. Um, a lot of people on that task force relate to each other the most, being police officers, and I think this is the problem in America. They're willing to stick with their own kind regardless of how evil or malicious one of their kind acts towards someone who is not themselves. And I think that's a big problem. But wow. we're, we're going well, to... Things need the, to change. The two major things that the, the old man... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Old man uh, and George Floyd have in common is the fact that nothing would have happened from those incidents if they weren't on camera right so right. does this do we how what sort of legislative change are we going to get out of this because that that's where it needs to go right. just uh, resolving those two situations properly doesn't fix what's going to happen in the future we need for we need things in writing <laughs> we need i don't know if we need a bill or an act i don't know what you'd call it congress needs to write something and we need to get something done like there needs to be accountability for this kind of stuff and yeah yeah uh, and i know police are the have the hardest job in the world i understand that like that i could not even imagine like walking around and always feeling like your life might be in danger unless you know because i'm also not black as well you probably understand that um um but just you know you have to go when when the danger calls you have to run towards it, unlike anyone else who has an out. So I totally get it. And I totally think that, you know, should officers have access to therapy? Yes. Yes. Um, yes. It, and there I, needs to be extensive fucking mental training and preparation or something done for this, man. But there's, a, there's a difference between uh, believing that your life is in danger and then taking your badge and abusing your power. And that's exactly what happened five, six days ago. That's exactly what happened. There, there was no danger there for George Floyd. I mean, for not for George Floyd, for the officer. Obviously, there was danger for George Floyd. Mm-hmm. And you have, you have this guy pinned to the ground. You have him in handcuffs. Why do you need to apply brute force on his neck? Why do you need to apply pressure on his neck? Bill Maher said something you- interesting to, the, uh, to my point of that, you know, you might need more 
instead of it's not more psych evaluations and more education it's it's need to go back to high school to find out these dudes who are getting bullied because it seems like they're getting back at the world man it seems like there's something they're they're like a they're literally like high school bullies where they were, were given guns in many cases and i don't you know i don't mean to say they is in all cops i don't want to i don't want to paint anyone with the broad bush i know we are all people of individual we're all individuals with our own lives and our own stories but you know to the until all until the good cops co- are out there with the protesters you know i'm your cops yeah. as far as That's i'm true. concerned you know they did work together george and uh, the officer right yeah, they worked at a at a nightclub together for almost twenty years, fifteen to twenty years. But that still hasn't has, nothing's come of that, as far as I know. Okay, because I wonder, I wonder if there was like some you know personal beef or anything like that going on, or if they even remember each other. But you know, we'll never we'll never know, or we'll just find out from him. But. Well, that officer has uh, has numerous complaints on file for his That's conduct. Not- yeah, violent. Okay. He's been a, he's basically been a brutal dick his whole his whole career. So this is nothing new for him, uh, probably, um, except for you know probably someone and maybe he did kill somebody accidentally on another one of those times. Who knows? That's the thing. They could they that's the problem with the, with, with the yeah with with the with the whole idea that there's good cops as well. You know, and stop covering up for for people when they're doing this type of stuff when it's not on camera when this stuff is happening that's not on camera. Stop covering up for it. Turn those officers in, man. Stop them. You should have fucking tackled that guy when he had his knee on on George Floyd. Like, get off. Yeah, just shove yeah. his fucking knee off. How hard is it? could that have been? Yeah. <sighs> but well, I think they're, I don't know if this police department or a different police department, but they're putting in actions of uh, holding each other accountable for when situations like that come up. So it's getting, it's getting somewhere, but it's going to take some time. Um, Scott is unfortunate. Right. It's just no government really just ever gave anything freely because people asked nicely, you know. And that's we gotta gotta keep asking, keep keep going until we get what we want. Right. Right. Um, yeah. So did you? Uh, speaking of, you're a psych psychology major. Like, yeah. did you know? What, what do you think about? Did you know that in LA? The uh, the police don't get police cadets train potential police don't get a psych evaluation until after they've completed all their training. Like that's a last step before you become a police officer. Shouldn't that doesn't that seem like something that should probably be like the first step? You know, like the whole question of why are you going to be a cop? It, it should. I'm not surprised though. You know, they don't take it seriously. A lot of a lot of people don't take psychology seriously, and you know. Uh, just having a mental state, being a police officer or a good mental state, is one of the last things. Like you said, it's the last thing for them to do. I'm not surprised to hear that at all. Um, wow. But it should take more emphasis. I believe there should be more tests for police officers besides, you know, during training. It should be one maybe every six months or every quarter of the year. Um, who knows? I don't know. I'm not a cop. It should be something different. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> I don't much. Don't have much to say about LA. How are the the cops in LA? Are they like? I don't know. 
just shooting rubber bullets. Um, I mean, but the but to be fair, the the pro the protests I've been at, uh, one of them didn't even have any cops at it. That was just uh, like at a up in North Hollywood. They have national guard. There is national guard in Hollywood. They're uh, protecting the uh the most. Um, it seems like the most expensive stuff. They're protecting Hollywood and Highland, which is like this big mall area which encompasses this theater which is where the oscars are at every year okay. and uh so it seems like they're protecting the really high stakes goods um which is another a thing that seems like it would be an obvious move in wake of these protests like you have all these police why are we not instead of why why don't you use them to line these businesses as these protests are happening to prevent these looting and stuff I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, we have we have the uh, national guard out here too, block literally blocking the roads, blocking all the main streets, causing traffic everywhere. I I understand they have to do their job, and they're not, you know, they're not picking where to go. But it it is, you know, it is a bummer, (laughs) if you will. Did uh oh fuck! I just lost my train of thought. Um, oh what do you what do you think it says uh, the fact that the the, these cities with probably like the worst cases of police brutality are all pretty much democrat cities like the highest democrat cities that these police officers are abusing the most how do i feel about that what do you think about that like I I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, I wonder if that's true. I wonder if that's a true thing. Well, um, Chicago, you know, for sure. Uh-huh. LA, for sure. Uh, many as well. And, uh, many. New York. Um, is Atlanta a democratic city? I feel like that'd probably be a blue. I'm pretty positive um, on Atlanta as well. I'm shaking. I'm, I'm positive on everyone but Atlanta so far. That they're uh-huh. blue cities. Um, what's what's another? What's in the Col- uh, Denver? Den- Denver definitely blue. Denver. Okay. Yeah, Missouri. Yeah. Missouri. Uh, Missouri. Missouri blue. Missouri kind of. Yeah, they're yeah. a tweener. Are they? I think they're a tweener. Um, I think okay. I think Missouri is a red state right now. I believe Missouri has a has a Republican governor. Um, <laughs> but I think the city, maybe probably the St. Louis mayor, is like. Is democratic. Okay, but, so it's probably just pockets. You know, that's the yeah. same thing for Chicago. You know, I digress. It seems like most of the city, the metropolitan areas, are democratic strongholds. It's, historically, that's where the Democrats do the best. Is in is in you know, highly populated areas. So why is it that that in these areas where the, the Democrats are in control that we see these these gross things? Um, when they're supposed to be the party of equality and uh, justice. Heavier force of police, um, less likely to get away with things in those cities uh, versus, you know, things of Republican cities, Republican states. I believe. I think yeah. it was uh, Bill Clinton. I believe is is the is the president that signed the act that allowed a military surplus. To be, be start handed over to uh, police and uh, distributed amongst uh, police police precincts across the country. I don't know. 
um, he he was very you know he was very much law and order back in the day as well. Um, he put out hundreds and thousands of people in jail for uh, drug mostly drug offenses. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but what's the time worth the crime though? Yeah, well, nineties versus now, but still, these I don't know. I don't. I think I think it I think it goes to show that people like to say that vote blue no matter who. I think people should really take this as a wake up call to really start fucking taking a look at who you're voting for down ballot and doing some research. Because I mean, dude, I'll be the first to admit, you know, in the times that I've voted, how often have I gone through like every like city council person and all this stuff and try to figure out who to vote for and all this. Um, yeah. And I think this kind of is the ultimate burden of proof on that. You know, we have these giant blue cities and they're not being run correctly. And yes. they're some of the worst fucking offenders in terms of human in, uh, American civil rights in the country. So we need to wake up folks and start taking a look at those down ballot people. Who are you hiring? Uh, that's going to be putting that police chief in and, you know, police. How do we get to, how do we get to know these people? I think that's the problem. We don't know. Like, obviously. Well, it's funny. We're in the information age, right? And, and it's, it's, it's difficult to do your political research. So what does that tell you? They don't want you to know about it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a point. I don't know. I don't know either, but I just know that in November I will, I, I vow, I am pledging now in November, I will know who I'm voting for in every bubble. I want to, I'm making that pledge now and why I'm voting for them. Um, and it really should, I think that's just, I think that's a, that's the best start I could think of. Um, and also, you know, I'll keep, keep talking about these issues until they're fucking solved. And that's what we'll do. We'll keep talking about them until things are, they change. If things don't change, then. I don't know. This is a dark, dark time right now. No, it's heavy. Everything everywhere's heavy. <laughs> Did you know that George Floyd had a sex tape? I saw that. I saw that article. I didn't know if it was true or not. Was it a video? It was. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Oh, I can send I it to know. you. <laughs> All right. Send it my way. No, I did not know. Yeah, George. Well, why do you why do you have a sex tape? I don't know. I don't know, but he was. Well, who, why does he yeah, want this? Huh? He, he was, well, was it was it was okay? Packing. Was it a sex tape? Or was it like porn? Like you know? Oh, uh, it was it was porn. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. He said he was packing. <laughs> he was packing. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, well. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nah, let me not joke. Too soon. Yeah, too soon, I'll, man. I'll hold that joke. Uh, that's how we gotta. I don't know. How, how, how do we deal with? How do we deal with dark times? You gotta laugh. People, yeah, people get through these situations easier with laughter. I I saw the the funeral of George Floyd and then saw Kevin Hart. You know, obviously making jokes to Ludacris in the front seat. Oh, you know, see the front row. Yeah, yeah, just constantly you know, doing all that. 
Like, you can never have a serious moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, got to bring some joy to the world. I think the world uh, could use some more fat, man. Yeah, tell me. I heard you had a. You, you was telling me you had a um, a script or something. Or... I don't have a script, but okay. But you had a uh, storyline. I had an or... epiphany. I figured out after many years of wondering. I figured out what the future of Fat Man could be. Okay. Um, and I basically came to this decision through uh, through the fact that. Filming live action is fucking hard. That is number one. That's first first thing. And number two, <laughs> everyone is all over the country. So I was like kicking around one day. Like I'm, I'm in the middle of editing this uh, a film right now, my own film. It's called Model Citizen. Um, it's a drama. It's a, it's a heavy movie. Um, it's got a message. Um, and I'm working on it really hard. It's I'm hoping that's we'll get that out by the end of the summer, hopefully. Um, but I was kicking around ideas for like, you know, what if we can't get back together and start making stuff again? Like what like this COVID sh- shit keeps us indoors for a really, really extended period of time. And then I was like, well, you know what? I could always do my George Lucas uh, special edition of Fat Man that I've always wanted to do, which is, is assen- which is essentially... Is that, do you know? Do you do you get that reference? Not really. That's what I was gonna ask you. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I've seen Star Wars. I mean, okay. Was it a Star Wars reference or this just was, a this was a Star Wars reference in, okay. in a way? So George Lucas, you know, creator, writer, writer, director of Star Wars, famously um, released uh, revised editions of his movies later on twice with like mm-hmm. upgraded special effects some maybe even like some new scenes added in so i've always thought to myself because i mean fat man was like i love that man i love the story i love the characters um and but it was it was a school project so i like i had to have that done by like you know second week of may or i don't get a grade for it you know so it's not like i got to like take my time finishing it um so i've always thought you know, what if I went back through um, I, I, what I would do? So I, I wrote down a list. This is like my quarantine. If I can't get out of the house, once I'm done, I got nothing else to edit. I'm remastering Fat Man. I'm fixing the audio. All the audio is going to be smoothed out. I'm going to have Tim, Fat Man himself, re-record his, uh, his, um, um, his uh, what's it, flashback? His flashback narration. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember it sounded like, what was it, like a cyborg or some <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. It just sounded really bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, didn't sound the best. I didn't, I hadn't been working with audio yet. Oh, but, good, uh, um, you know, little things like that, you know, smoothing that stuff out. And then, in, like, in the fat, the fight itself, when he knocks down those other thugs, I want to have, like, these cool, like, sort of freeze frame, like, almost like, Sort of, it's a nod to the 1966 Batman show. You know how that used to come up? Bang! What's up? Pow! <laughs> you know? Okay. <laughs> that used to be cool. But uh, yeah. it, but in this, it'd be like, I don't know. I, I basically, I was, I, oh, I can share screens, can't I? Here, can I share this screen with you? Maybe. So I was basically doing, I made these graphics for uh, the show I was working on. And um, they were like these freeze frame stills. 
of uh, people who got eliminated from the show, The Masked uh, The Mass Singer. Uh, are you seeing my screen, okay. by the way? So yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah. See how like that's like a so she was basically in in, in the middle of this interview. This is Dion Warwick, by the way, the uh, the mouse. We uh, for folks that are just listening right now, I'm showing uh, I'm showing Jordan a freeze frame of the Mass Singer. Uh, on five. They, so, they should be able to see it, right? If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it. If you're listening, uh, got to use your imagination. Um, oh, okay. So basically, it was like DM Warwick got eliminated from the show. So she's giving an interview. And then at the end of the interview, it was like freeze framed. Everyone behind her went blue. And then, you know, that. So it was sort of in that sort of spirit. It was like when Tim, when Fat Man punches the dude in the face, freeze frame, some sort of effect around it, maybe even like some cool zoom in or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, but the the really fun idea that I also came up with is I want to have beat. I'm gonna give beat some lines during this yeah. fight. Thank you, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Did I have any? No, I didn't have no lines. You uh, couldn't even see my mouth. You, you had, and I made that life? up. I made that up on my own. That wasn't even in the uh, in anything. Um, but. No. So, but I, I want to I want to consult you. What do you what do you what do you think Beat would be uh, would be saying during this fight? What do you think Beat sounds like? <laughs> uh, he definitely is going to have some sort of modulated effect. He's got to sound somewhat like Bane. Yeah, like the Dark Knight Bane. I would like bring to your sound fat like, ass here. <laughs> yeah, he needs a new mask for one. That mask. Oh wait, wait. You know you're not trying to. Oh, like, yeah, build you want to reshoot? <laughs> I would love to reshoot. I would uh, like to make a too. sequel. Me but, too, uh, man. If we can get everybody together, like that'll be perfect. But the thing is, like, what I, you know, I, I was just talking, telling you about the the film I'm editing now. That that was like expensive, and that had and that had no fight choreography in it. <laughs> but you know, if we're all together, it's just hard, dude. You guys are in Chicago. Almost all the the whole cast is in Chicago except me. And you're in, uh, yeah. So, like, how do we work that out? Well, we get something set up where I can come. But, uh, oh, but I haven't, uh, I haven't even gotten to the idea yet. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there at some point, folks. Fat Man <laughs> fans, stay tuned. But, uh, yeah, what do you think? What do you think Beat would be saying in that scene? <laughs> and, and by the way, uh, I, I don't. <laughs> are we being insensitive that we jump from? I love how we jump from George Floyd to the Fat Man like right, right away. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat insensitive, but you know, it's okay. We don't, you know, folks. This is an entertainment podcast. We're here for talk about movies and shit, and you know, we want to have fun too. You know, it's okay. I think it's it's okay to have balance in life, right? You know, mourn the things that are to be mourned and take them seriously, but also you can't live in that headspace twenty four seven. It's been heavy outside, folks. So listen to us talk about bullshit. All right, back to well fat said. man. Well said. Okay. Um, so beat. He's beating some ass. Or does he like he he squares up? I'm thinking he's he, he squares up. He's got a line right away. Like what's 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 the line? We gotta steal something from like Mortal Kombat or something. You know, yeah. like they always they always say something in the beginning. Um, uh, I can't think of anything though. I know he has to say something when he gets barbecue sauce squirting in his eye. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Something like what the fuck? You gonna <laughs> squirt me with sweet baby rays? Uh, I don't know, but like more exciting. I don't know. Right. I can't. I, I just well, I wanted you to know that I've always. You should have lines for sure. Um. Why didn't you not give me lines in Fat Man? 
last minute thing. We were flying by the seat of our pants, bro. I was trying to get that shit done. I was trying to get. I was trying to keep Dean's uh Dean's head from uh wilting all day. I don't know. I, I loved Kim Dean's character. His character was best. The juicy. So, have I told you about how? Uh, well, I guess we could bring this back to George Floyd in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, have I told you about how one of my producers, I mean, one of my uh, professors said that it's uh, the movie could be racist. Whose movie? Batman. Oh, oh, because okay. What, what my my guess is that. Oh, go ahead, just tell me. Folks that are listening, if you don't know Fat Man, yeah, let me tell you the the cliff notes of the story of Fat Man, and I'll ask you, racist or not racist. Fat Man is a parody of Batman. So his name's Wallace Braun, and and in his past, he was as a little kid, he was he loved hamburgers and junk food and bullshit, and he had this horrifying experience where, is after a movie, his parents went to get him food. He thought he was handed a hamburger but it was really the veggie option. So it was basically like the uh, the crime alley scene in Batman where his parents are gunned down, except he had to eat healthy, okay? So flash forward to today and he's in a bar drinking a Colonial Joe's brewski. Um, Colonial Joe's being a stand-in for like Samuel Adams. This universe is Samuel <laughs> Adams beer, you know, like always a good decision. Um, so he's he's sitting there, he's drinking He's drinking the the Colonial Joes, and um, this dude walks in, and he orders a Bloody Mary, and he calls him a pussy. So anyway, he goes and tells him his backstory. After he tells him the backstory, which I just told you, and some girl bursts in the bar and said, the fat signal's in the sky, which is his bat signal, which is a chicken leg, a fried chicken leg, basically cut out. That was the first thing I ever made in Photoshop, by the way. And now I'm making I'm making graphics for TV. Bro. I want to tell you something about that fried chicken leg too. But go ahead. How far I want to come. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, did you watch Batman versus Superman? Fuck yeah! I, I we I, I saw that with you for the first time. I believe. Did you? Okay. So I think it was a part where I don't know if it was Superman slamming Batman into the wall or vice uh-huh. versa, uh-huh. and like you can see, I know you know what I'm talking about. Yes. He slams him right into the wall, and you can see damn near the Batman uh, signal. Just like in reverse, it looks just like the fucking signal. It is the exact. <laughs> it was pretty wild to see. But I'm trying to think. Did I see that with you? I I can't remember. But I was like, oh I my god, didn't? Because I saw it with Doc and Dean and John um, and Ryan and Tim. I think I I had to assume you okay. were with us. Okay, then I probably was. Uh, okay. So I remember. I remember hating it. At first. I love the movie. I loved it. I do now. Have you seen the, have you ever seen the Zack Snyder Ultimate Cut? No. It's I'm three hours sure. long. Have you ever seen it? It's no. like a it's a half hour extra. You like uh, that? You you like it as is? You will it, dude, it just, that might be the greatest movie of all time for you, then. Jesus Christ. It's great. I like I like the uh the animated version too. The I don't know if that came out after Batman vs. Superman, but that was good too. Oh, the uh, uh, the Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, it's when uh, Batman, he was like, he's just old, he's super old, and he's fighting Batman. I think he has a heart attack at the end. Yeah. Oops, spoiler. We yeah. watched that with, yeah, we watched that in our apartment, I believe, too. I think it was a movie day. <laughs> yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a morning movie day on the weekend. I did not watch that with you. No, I didn't. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I put, I put that on in the apartment. Okay. I think that was like the same weekend we all watched The Room, and uh, I don't know. I digress. That fat mm. man, that fat symbol, the fat man symbol, bro. 
has followed me around everywhere I go. Um, <laughs> I don't have it like ready to pull up, but I shit you not, you walk down to the edge of my street and take a ride at the stop sign, etched in black. It's like it's made of tar. It's like a stain on the sidewalk. It is the exact cutout of the of the fat symbol. You got like, to I'm, I'm not even send me a picture. I'll, I'll send you a snap. It's real. I, I see it almost every day. It's yeah. it's wild. It was like, oh man, that's this, a sign. I know. That's a sign. You should make this another is my one. Place. I know. <laughs> I know. So, okay. So back to the story of fat man. The fat signals in the sky. The 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 girl woman runs in the bar and says, "The fat signals in the sky." Everyone runs outside. Uh, Wallace, the uh, the bartender. Uh, famously played by St. Marvel's Kyle Paulin and uh, and the girl, and they see the fat signal, and fat Wallace slinks off, and he disappears. And then we see a suit-up suit up montage, which I totally stole from the uh, from Batman <laughs> Forever and Bat- Batman and Robin. Um, mm-hmm. And then, uh, then we cut to <sighs> Colonial Joe Brewery, um, which was actually the, uh, what, what, what was that? What is that? building at the it's 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 at southern illinois university carbondale it's like coal something like a coal plant of something it looks like a coal plant but it's on the campus it's right over by the student center right across from the student center you know what i'm talking about yeah i know you're talking about i didn't know that was part of the campus though um i thought it had something Uh, to do with coal it wasn't an actual brewery yeah, yeah, no. That uh, that the interior of the brewery, which we then cut into after we see the exterior, is actually a whiskey distillery, um, which was uh, uh-huh. uh, in like rural, somewhere rural Carbondale. Um, good whiskey too. I forget the name of it though. Oh shit! Oh shit! I'm a terrible person. Shout out to you guys though. Um, man, should have should have came prepared. But anyway, so we cut to inside the the whiskey this uh, the brewery. And we see Colonial Joe tied up on a, on a chair, surrounded by thugs, like black shapes, basically, because you, you can't see them. And then uh, the juicer confronts him. And the juicer has taken him prisoner to t- to, uh, so that he can take his beer and turn it into vegetable smoothies. Because that is his nefarious plan, because he's the juicer. <laughs> and he likes juice. Sense. He's the antagonist of Fat Man because he is vegetable-based, basically. Fat Man is not about that shit. So that that is where the that is the crux of the. Uh, I want to know why it's racist. That's what the I conflict. <laughs> We're getting there. We're gonna get to the racial aspect. All right, all right. <laughs> so, Juicer's captured Colonial Joe. Fat Man has to save him. So Fat Man bursts into the into the uh the factory and uh beats beats ass and saves him. Mm-hmm. And then basically that's the end of the movie. So. That's the story. Did that sound racist to you? Did you bring up the beat, the fight? Well, I, I, I mean, okay. Fat man comes in, he comes down and in addition to beating up the nameless thugs, which included me as well, I had a cameo myself, which is a, and the first lighting idea I ever had in my life that was worth a damn, which was, I can claim as mine because it actually was mine. They shone, I, we took a light. It was dark as fuck. We just turned all the lights off in this big warehouse. We shined a spotlight straight down, and I stood in the light, and I said, I'm going to back into this light, and then Batman's going to reach out from the darkness and grab me and pull me in, and it's going to look like Batman Begins. And it <laughs> fucking worked. It worked. <laughs> um, so, and I was wearing the shirt, actually. No bullshit. Really? That's, that's, that's weird. That's a weird thing to realize. That wasn't dingy at all. Um, yeah, I kept it, kept it clean. 
my, most of my shirts. Anyway, so Fat Man defeats the Juicer Thugs and then has a one. Well, he has a one-on-one showdown with the Ultimates. He's not actually a Juicer Thug. I'm thinking he gets. We, we got to figure. We'll figure out a backstory because Bane works with the Joker sometimes and, and also separately on his own. So I think that's how Beat should operate as well. I don't know, but in this instance, Beat fights Fat Man and um, is in the midst of choking him to death, holding him above his his arms um, before he's done in by uh, barbecue sauce to the eyes and a flurry of punches to the uh, internal organs and the chin. So, uh, Fat Man <laughs> saves Colonial Joe. <laughs> Who, uh, who only speaks in Old English, by the way. I was very <laughs> specific on the words that he had to use. Like, I had to look up so many definitions of shit to try to figure out how he was going to say what he was going to say. And by George. Very, yeah, by, uh, by, by George. I dare say that man has milked the pigeon. A whapper that's as nimble as a fox. A whapper meaning a fat dude. Uh, that's as nimble as a fox and as quiet as a man leaving leaving my in a quiet as a man leaving my my wife's quarters at half six past midnight or something which alluding to the fact that he's a dirty cuck dude i wouldn't be surprised if no one put that together except for me um but i was it was well researched and well thought out damn it and i'm proud of it so so he saves colonial joe and that's it. That's a story. Never sounded racist to me. Never felt racist writing it. I just wanted to make a Batman movie for my fucking senior thesis, okay? And have fun doing it. What grade? Before you tell me, what grade did you get on? Did you get an A? Oh, yeah, I got an A. Oh, yeah. Okay. 100? 100%? 100. 100. I killed it. <laughs> um, in the time that I had, I think I had two weeks to edit it. Holy shit. Dude, I've taken like three months editing the short I'm working on now and it's about the same length. Um, okay. But I digress. So, my teacher saw it. Mm-hmm. Two teachers saw it, actually. Uh, <laughs> one was like, I thought that I was, uh, I was influenced by some African tribe um, and religion for dean and uh i don't know i I, I don't know it sounded cool um and the other was like this is racist (laughs) 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 and just off the bat just saying like okay this is racist like like, there are racial connotations to this (laughs) and i was like what do you mean and she was like, well, the, the white man goes and saves the colonial guy from, from the black dude and his thugs. And I was like, okay. well, when you put it that way, sure. <laughs> I don't know. The black dude and his thugs. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of like commercials, a lot of TV shows try to, you know, n- not push that line. They tend mm-hmm. to put the black people in the more um, harmful, a positive light, or like successful light, while like the white people are in a negative light, just to avoid things like that. And that's okay. 
I just <laughs> I tend to notice that a lot. But yeah, that's funny though. That is funny. So what do you, what do you think? Oh yeah, new story or Ra- racist or not racist? It's racist. <laughs> it, no. I agree. I agree. No, no, no. Um, I mean, I, I do. I, it is. Obviously, it your, is. obviously, it is. obviously, your intentions wasn't to be racist. You know, that's right. The intention isn't to be racist, but but the the thing is that I learned that you learn about in media is that images by themselves create their own connotations. And it's something Uh you should at least be aware of when you're, you know, creating these images. Um, Mm -hmm. So knowing what I know now, would Colonial Joe have been a colonial 1700s person? Probably not. Maybe I could have made him the Dos Equis guy, but that was like my thought process. You know, it was just like something to link the alcohol to the saving the crime because fat man's all about drinking and he wants to, you know, keep his way of life, right? Yeah. And protect his freedom to be fat man. I don't know. So, which comes, which brings me to this point. Now that fat man is racist, how do we continue fat man? <laughs> You want to go off of that? Oh, no, no, I don't want to go off of that. But here's how I do think it can, how I thought it could continue, dude. And it's, yeah. it's, it's fuck. It just, it. So I make this special edition, right? Let's say I make a special edition of Fat Man. And in all the ways I just described. And I put it out and we fundraise. And we say, this is episode one. And the next four episodes that we're going to fundraise are all going to be animated. And I can get you all to record the voices from Chicago. And we could, and if, I mean, this is all, this all depends on if someone out there who's listening or if I ever meet someone who knows how to animate. But dude, I see these like really simple, cool animations done on YouTube like all the time. And I, yeah. and I, I low key just watched a video the corridor crew um shout out to them by the way i learned so much about visual effects and stuff from them they uh they're like visual effects artists here and they and they make these uh these video breakdowns of like visual effects and how they're done in other movies they even they took the uh you've seen you've seen the scorpion king right of course you, oh not the scorpion king uh the mummy returns, the mummy returns. Yes. Yeah. So you know that scene where the Scorpion King comes in and he's like, he's all like half man, half scorpion. And he looks absolutely ridiculous. Like that was so a, cool to me. Like as a, a kid, PS1 bro. video game. <laughs> as a so kid, they, it looked real. I don't know what yeah, happened. Right. Right. <laughs> I yeah. I, yeah. Was, I love those movies still, by the way. Um, but no, they, uh, but they used using deep fakes of Ro- uh, Dwayne of uh, the Rock's face. They were they remastered and reimagined it and like made it look actually like really dope and realistic. So if you ever want to check that out it's it's worth those are cool dudes cool dudes okay. um i forget why i brought them up where did that where did i bring them up for the animation oh yeah for animation so they yeah they made a video and they were basically showing how they made uh these really easy animate how how easy it is to like just create like a, a character and then like animate it like you create like a uh, this is too technical but basically animate, it's easy the technology is there where it it's readily available for someone to make anim- anyone to make animated shows almost as much as anyone can make a podcast. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't I've, personally have the animation experience, but if anyone does, anyone listening, maybe. Well, I mean, or that's what the fundraiser could be. Could we could be, we could hire said person to do this. Hey, you know I'm what down. I mean? Yeah. 
I just think it could be fun. Um, I'm down it. for the dub. As, yeah, especially since we're out here. Yeah. So yeah. it'll continue. It'll continue for- after the movie, or would you like remake the movie animated? Or- no, just uh, use the uh, movie as a springboard. Everything. Okay. Comes in. Yeah, I gotta preserve the movie, man. The movie, okay. the movie will stand the test of time. For um, sure. I'm super, super bummed that I don't have like the original, like all the original like camera files and everything from the movie. So, um, what happened? I just, I just had, I had to delete them for hard drive space like three years ago. So, I would be working off of a, a really good master of it, but not like the original files. But it would still be good you know i did a if you do a there's a cool experiment uh i think the corridor crew did this as well it's like when you uh like showed the di- no pony smasher it's a director uh oh shit i forget his name he's some he's a director he directed the annabelle movies but basically he showed this vi- it showed a, a fuzzy ass video with crisp ass sound and then showed a, a beautiful video with horrible sound and you you can watch it's much you you know, you, you get the analogy here. You can, if it's pleasing to the ears, you, your eyes will will fill in the blanks for you in many ways. You know. Um, you said the corridor. What? What was it? Um, it's a YouTube channel called the Corridor Crew. Corridor Crew. Yeah, they okay. do. Uh, they do visual effects. Uh, React videos that are extremely dope. Um, and they did that doing the Rock Johnson one. Um. But yeah, I don't know. Um, Beat Batman. needs his revenge. He needs his revenge. Beat needs revenge. I I agree, and I think I would like to see Colonial Joe. I've always wanted to see this because all right, this, this, know, this works as an inside <laughs> joke, and this also works as a story before. joke. Is because the guy who played Colonial Joe is my good friend Devin O'Connell, and uh, he was Shout rather out. large large at that point in time uh, when we were making Fat Man. So he's since lost pr- probably sixty pounds. I want to say maybe more than that. Like Jesus. he looks, he's thin as a rail. He looks good. He looks great. He's done a great job. Um, so I'm thinking that's got to be like the impetus for him to switch sides because he got Colonial Joe has been reborn as Indigenous Joe. So he's gonna no. be like, so he's a, he's an antagonist now. Antagonist, yeah. I think that'd be like a cool like way to end like ep- the end the season, like the guy he saved in episode one is the bad guy in episode five. Okay, I was um, gonna say either he has to die or like disappear or something because he's not gonna get big again or turn good again. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that's that's just one idea. I just, I always, I don't know. There's so many ways you can use Fat Man to analogize what's going on, what's going on in the world. Yeah. If you're clever about it, and there's a lot to work with there. Um, but anyway, those are characters I love. I'm very proud of those creations, and uh, I want to see them continue, man. We gotta make it happen. I agree. I think that it, I mean, it goes without saying it also works as a comic book, but I think animated, uh, animated shorts on YouTube would be fun. I still want to get that movie out, though. We got to figure out how to get a movie out. I don't know. A movie out? 
I mean, not a movie, like another, you know. Like man. film another one? Yeah, film another one. Well, here's, here's another way I've thought about, like, if, if I ever, like, got the chance to, like, direct some $100 million movie or something. Regardless of what the movie could be about, it could be about anything. It could be a comedy, it could be a drama, it could be a fucking whatever. At some point in this movie, one of the characters will be watching Batman. And that will be the opportunity to get everyone back together to shoot whatever that is for, <laughs> for the movie within a movie. And that's, that's where, uh, that's where it can happen. That's my uh, plan B. <laughs> I guess. Yes. <laughs> that's a good idea. Not a bad, not the worst idea. I mean, not the best. But, but I mean, again, have I ahead. thought about connecting every short film I've had to like say Bat- Fat Man's in the universe? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Movies? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Talk. Talk about a uh, uh, product of its time. <laughs> Roomies has, some, has uh, <laughs> some, some language that has not aged well. <laughs> and that was from like the get go. Like it, it just, <laughs> yeah, it was it, just, it just promoted bullying and just, I don't know. It, it did. And these are the things you, uh, you learn. These are the things you learn when you make movies. This is the power of them. Um, yeah. I wasn't even 21 yet, I don't think. Or was yeah, I? That was the, yeah. It's like yeah, six, six, six years ago. Dude gets, uh, dude gets bullied by his roommates, has a mental breakdown, and pees himself in front of everybody and moves out. Basically, that's the uh, yeah, you, is the plot of roomies. You got to throw both links in the description. You just got to. Um, well, funnily enough, roomies is still one of the most watched videos on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always it's always in the top five or six. Uh, fan favorite yeah <laughs> i don't know what that says about me or the people who like my shit well you know we have a few people we know that has that on replay but it's constantly yeah. plays it every yeah now. for sure those are those are good those are proud yeah those are good memories i miss those I'm, i wanted to make more skits but man we just never got to it i had like stuff written, not written out but like i had like notes and Shit. I still have so, two, three episodes written of the uh, of the Ruby's series that I have in the notes of my phone. Yeah, I wrote a series. Um, By the way, if you see my screen constantly changing, it's because of these damn pop-ups on my computer. Please go. On that porn. You're looking at that George Floyd right now, aren't you? You sick bastard. <laughs> hey, Come hey. on. <laughs> got to get my rocks off, you know. I got to see what, what he's packing. Oh, we curiosity, man. Yeah, I, don't, I don't blame him. Um, I clicked as soon as I saw the link. I'm gonna get this thing cleaned. Um, speaking of, uh, have you seen the uh, <laughs> Joe Rogan posted this this Instagram video today of this of this supercut of this lady who's getting uh, detained by a cop? Have you seen this? Oh God! Dude, this is do, is that do the one that's dancing that? and like singing? Fuck yeah, this one. <laughs> Are you gonna? Is it gonna call my computer? It, I, I don't see it. You don't see it? No. Oh. Oh! I lost it. Well, that's probably for the best, right? No. Oh, yeah, I, I see you now. I mean, I see everything. 
<laughs> this has gone viral. Yeah, it, it just goes. Wait, anyway, remix. All right, yeah. whatever. I'll, oh, I'll oh, check it out. Yeah, just, you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll pop to the middle real quick. I don't. I'm not getting any volume. I don't know. All right. Um, Whatever. This, I'll check yeah. it out. Send it, send it to me after the uh, podcast. People are very creative, but that's these are the type of things that we need is like these supercut videos of uh of people uh, of stuff that's going on. Um, even humor because you know that shit spreads. Whatever spreads the overall message, which is like we are need to hold police accountable. That is bottom line. Yeah. No question. All right. I don't know. I couldn't agree more on that. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, you, uh, what else is going on in your world? <laughs> um, shit, what can I think of? Uh, fucking moved. That's the most exciting thing that's happened. No, take that back. That's not the most exciting thing that's happened. But other uh, than this pro- protest and pandemic and... You look, are you looking forward to anything? Is is the question? Like, is there any? Is there anything you're hold positive? The gym's opening back up. Uh, getting oh yeah, back. Ours, is, ours is opening up next week. Is it? I need to cancel my membership. Thanks for reminding me. Okay, you're just switching over to something. I've been uh, I'm hooked on working out at home now, dude. Ever since this quarantine, I got a, I got a subscription to Beachbody on demand. And uh, which is basically like a Netflix of workout programs, but I've been doing uh, P90X, P90X3 to be specific. Um, you know, you ever heard of P90X? I think I, yeah, I, ha- I had it. I had it. Um, wait, what's it? I think it was insanity. I didn't have P90X. Mm. I had it's insanity. A, oh, um, I like it because it's just basically like everything I want from a fitness program. It's a uh, it's strength training. It's it's balance. It's uh like injury prevention um, and cardio as well. It's um uh, and it's yoga. You do yoga as well. So is it a lot of jumping? Um, in one of the workouts, like once a week, you'll do some sort of like plyometric, like aerobic exor- exercises, like doing like box jumps and shit. Not box jumps, but uh, well, like lunges, squat jumps. Okay. Sort of like insanity in a way, but that's only like one once a week. There's the other everything else is like body weight or like using using exercise bands. Um, I'm like I'm just loving it. I love the freedom of it, and uh, I was just kind of bored with uh, what I was doing anyway. So I just like there's so much variety to this that I just I, I keep coming back to it. I'm not like dying to go start building mass again. Okay. I did insanity. I didn't do P90X and it was just a lot of a lot of jumping and I couldn't handle it on my knees or ankles. Right. I feel you. It's <laughs> that's the thing about those is like, yeah, they all might get you in shape, but I mean if you're not enjoying that one, like they're not and everyone is not for everyone. You gotta find your own. Yeah, um, but I might try to check out P90X if you said that it's not a lot of jumping. I'll take your word on. Yeah, you don't have you don't have to at all. Um yeah. do you have any like weights or anything at home? Uh, I actually got a resistance band. I got a resistance band. Um, I actually got a treadmill. Um, but that's about it. Just collecting dust. Mm, you need a pull-up bar as well. Uh, pull-up bar. Which is hard as hell to find when I was looking for one. I was, it was like right 
right after lockdown pretty much began took me all day i had to go buy it from some random dude at his house like on offer up yeah. i couldn't find one at a target or a walmart i feel like those things just always fall i don't know and of course uh, me I'm, I'm i'm too big for all that i'd rather just do the lap pull down i need to change my membership too i want to go to the ufc gym i'm at the uh i'm currently at export and uh i don't know export you are you is there exports out in la or no no um no? la fitness anytime fitness 24-hour fitness okay Holds. so uh, so it might just it. be a, a midwest thing I don't know. I'm not a fan of export for the Midwesters. Mm. I like um, LA. What do you, uh, what's, do you do UFC fighting in the UFC gym? Is that, is that all that is? You can sign up for classes. They, uh, it's like a, they have the professional cage, whatever. Um, on the, I think on the first floor. Well, depending on which gym you go to. But when I went to, they had it on the first floor. You go upstairs, they have all the free weights and they got all the cable weights. And they got like, you know, of course they got your rooms you can work out in. And uh, you can just sign up for classes if you want to do the cage, the cage, cage, the cage training. Cage training. You get to fight other people? I don't know. I don't know if you do. That's wild. That's. I don't think so. I'm I would scared for so. that shit. I thought about it. <laughs> I'm just a big, I'm a big mixed martial arts fan, but I don't know. I'll need time to train him. There's a, in this fight tonight, right? Um, there is. Who is fighting? All uh, I know is uh, Amanda Nunes is fighting. I don't know who she's fighting, though. Is that her name, Amanda Nunes? It's something Amanda, Nunes. Amanda Nunes, yeah. She's a uh, she's, uh, two-weight champion right now. Mm-hmm. I think her belt's being, being defended. Um, yeah, she fights Alicia Spencer. Yeah. Man. That's that stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar with Alicia Spencer. She's pretty good though. She's eight and one. So mm. I don't know. Amanda Nunes got she Amanda Nunes is the best. She beat like everyone that used to be champion in the women's division. But you know what I've always dreamed about? What is if we had like a true like world martial arts tournament? Like, like, like Dragon Ball. Like, put out a call to the entire earth. We got a giant prize. We're doing one-on-one fights. It's a tournament. The strongest man in the world. No, there's no weight classes or anything. It's just across the board. Who is the toughest motherfucker on this planet? And you fight with your bare hands. And uh, you, can't well, you, kill, know, you can't kill anybody. You know, that's how UFC started. It started no. like that. Yeah, it started. Uh, you had... Sumo wrestlers, uh, people in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, uh, boxers, mm-hmm. wrestlers, um, everyone from like different kinds of backgrounds. Look, like uh, just YouTube, UFC one, and you'll see all these like different people from different backgrounds just try to fight each other. You'll see a sumo wrestler get his fucking teeth kicked out of his mouth, not kicked, <laughs> punched out of his mouth. Um, yeah, it's it's some real. It was like so unregulated mm. that they had to like. Uh, I think Nevada Athletic Commission had to come in and like set rules down, hmm. and like you know it was it was actually I think it was banned from different states and whatnot. But yeah, okay. it was like it was a completely different sport back then, back in the nineties. Yeah. When did, when did you start watching it? I started watching. I want to say probably like ten years ago. Hmm. This is when uh, Rampage Jackson, Rashad Evans, 
Brock Lesnar was in the league when the UFC. Um, Chuck, Chuck Liddell was still around. Tito Ortiz was still around. Um, yeah, I started watching it. I think I just went over to my buddy's house. But we all just pitched in and uh, bought the pay-per-view. Mm. So, yeah. Well, what if they had this tournament, this World Martial Arts tournament, like every 10 or 15 years? So it's like once in a generation type of thing. Really have that's the martial arts. That's the time. Like the Olympics. I don't know. I don't know. Because the, you have to imagine the UFC champion will probably be there. All the UFC champions. I think me personally, I wouldn't enjoy it. I know tons of I know people would. I wouldn't enjoy it personally because I just know how like um it just I just it wouldn't feel organized to me. Mm. I don't know. I, when obviously, if for anybody that's watched Dragon Ball Z, it looked cool, cool as hell. I'm mean, Dragon Ball. It looked cool as hell, you know, seeing Goku fly through Piccolo's chest and stuff like that. But hell yes, I, I that's, uh, what we, that's what we live for. That's what we do this. <laughs> that, that that showed up, dude. I would be a different person if I had never encountered Dragon Ball Z. I learned so much about just perseverance and working hard from those shows i can't i can't even begin to describe how important those are to me yeah you made a mo- like a motivational video on your channel i remember seeing that uh, or something but um i uh dragon ball z yeah definitely grew up watching it uh like most people in the fucking world but you tried to get me in naruto i couldn't couldn't stick you never watched it. I, I I watched the first season. Did you? I don't I don't remember what happened though. It's been a while. It's been a while. I, I'm, a, like, I'm even off of Dragon Ball too. I'm I'm not caught up in Super. Yeah, I think I I think I finished Super like two years ago. I think they I don't think it came out any other episodes. But yeah, I'm like right at the start of the tournament of power. I I still haven't seen that. That's all I need to watch. The power. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, that's. I mean, those are the best episodes, to be honest. I know. And yeah. I saw the Brawley movie on like thirty hours and no sleep, so I don't remember any of it. Really? I yeah. fell asleep. I fell asleep on the Brawley movie too. Well, you didn't say you didn't fall asleep on it, but I fell asleep on it. I was in and out of consciousness. I don't know what the fuck was going on. I was like an acid trip. Why were you? Okay. I was uh, I was working nights at that time, and I decided for some reason I thought it'd be a good idea to go see it at like. 10 a.m. and I got okay. I just didn't go to sleep. <laughs> watch it again. It's good. Yeah, though. I don't even know where to watch it though. That's a problem with like anime and stuff. You always gotta like go to some some fucking secret website. I think it's on to Hulu? watch stuff. Is it really my, the the Brawley I, movie? I, you know, you dope. can just you can just Google it. Hold on. I know. I could <laughs> <laughs> help me, Jordan. I'm on it right now. Uh, difficult to ask. Yeah, I, I need a young Jamie for this show. That's definitely what I. If that's this would take this to the next level. Do it. You gotta have a room like Joe Rogan and everything. I know. Someone to fact check everything that's going on. Then I can have some real fuckers on to debate stuff. Like have a <laughs> have the fact checker right there. Like, all right, now tell me how this shit is right. Um, like if I was in LA, I'll do it. But whatever. Well, we've come a long way, man. You never know. I mean, we're episode twenty-five. I mean, even episode. though it's like it's not like I've been, it's not like I've released them once a week since the show started. But you know, from the from if you listen to the first episode and listen to this, 
well, actually, you probably can't listen to the first, the first three episodes in episode is seven. Wasn't are not, that are wasn't not that available? Me? Yeah, they're not they're available on <laughs> Apple and Spotify for the sole reason is like because I went through all the old episodes and like remastered them all um, to put them out for the, the Apple and Spotify when I was going to put them out, put them on, uh-huh. and uh, there's no salvaging those sounds and those. Those are pretty like I could not conscience. I could not, in good conscience, let anyone try to listen to those. Even though I stand, I love those conversations. Those were. You couldn't throw up no subtitles or anything? It's a podcast. I don't know. Oh, I think it's on like Spotify. No, it's on YouTube. It's so if you if you want to if you want to check them out on YouTube, those are not video podcasts though. I didn't take a video. Those are only audio. Um, Oh, okay. All right. I see your point. I got you. Yeah. Just uh, couldn't couldn't have them. So. Gonna need a I owe I owe you folks another pod. Doc and Melanie and John Windish, who also moved back to Chicago. So apparently I have a lot of people to do podcasts with when I go to Chicago. Um, but Zoom has been pretty cool, honestly, doing these over Zoom. Um, honestly, it's been a lot easier to to get people to sit down and do this like on short notice. Um, yeah. I didn't think my first podcast would be over Zoom, but then I'll be in your your kitchen. Or your dining room, or whatever, wherever you had yours. Well, <laughs> hopefully, our first, in, maybe our first in-person podcast will be in the studio, if we ever get go. to that point. Um, I don't know. I'm just having fun with this. I just, I really enjoy sitting down and talking to people, man. Just about anything. I just, I think that's how you grow. Learn a lot Absolutely. from people. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. And I'm fucking lonely, man. All my friends are back in Illinois. Um, You've been lonely for what? Three years? I uh, know. I got friends here. Um, Four years? But, uh, yeah, you're good. But I'm, you're uh, good. I'm, I'm, one of those, I'm one of those tight circle people. Yeah. I'm like the, you know, you count all the uh, most important people on my life, probably with my fingers and a few toes. Um, and those people I talk to like all the time. I don't know. I still love people though. Still love talking to everybody. We love you too, Justin. <laughs> wish you wish you were here. Uh, I know, man. Um, maybe I'll get back there soon. Back there to visit. I got a guest bedroom now, so come on now. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna have a wife here soon too, huh? <laughs> you bring it up on a podcast. We probably both will. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll see. Time's well, moving fast. Like, saw you two years ago, and I hadn't even met this girl. I'm pretty, uh, I'd be very surprised if we're not married soon. Wait, Matt, your, your girl or mine? My girl. Oh, okay. Okay. I was going to say, you, you know her. Hey, I know your girl, don't I? I mean, I met her in college. Yeah. Well, see, see, yeah. 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 Jewel. Shout out. The jewel. Take it up off of the jewel. Not <laughs> J-U-U-L. <laughs> oh, that would suck if her name was spelled like that. Oh. Uh. Are those still around? Yeah, the dude. Unfortunately. They really? Are, they are I thought they were... Okay. I mean, is Jewel a brand? Or is it like a thing? Is it is that like a cigarette versus like a Marlboro? 
I was just assuming it was like an e-cigarette. I don't or... know. I always feel like anyway, it looks like a USB thing. Right? Yeah, a vape, but it's a vape. So is Jewel a brand of vaping? Is that what that is? Tim, if you're gonna watch this, comment because I know you had them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Tim has one. Oh, I'm not surprised. Well, he had one. I, I don't think he. I don't think he smokes them anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he, he couldn't. He couldn't roll it himself. Roll. Wait, what? I didn't catch that. Oh, because he couldn't roll it himself. I still didn't catch the joke. He yet. used to roll his own cigarettes back in college. Oh, right. he did. He used to roll his own cigarettes. Yeah, he would never buy. He would never buy cigs. <laughs> The only person I ever met that is he would constantly roll cigs all day. I've never, I didn't even know that was like a people did that yeah. until like I saw him do that. Yeah, shout out to, <laughs> to Tim. Tim, Tim S. I'll put your last name on here. Tim, the store manager, the liquor store manager. <laughs> We're gonna lose store. Yeah, his looted store. Um, oh, shit, man. Well. I don't know. You got anything you want to wax on? Anything else you want to wax on? We done an hour fifteen. Holy shit! Really? This is short by Joe Rogan standards, but it uh, is. Uh, yeah, most, most of mine are most of mine are uh, like an hour, hour okay. or so. Um, seems like that's people's. That's the most time people can uh, can afford to sit aside and uh, and chat. It's interesting <laughs> though to like think of, like we haven't like I haven't looked at my phone in an hour. Like how often is that? happen and they sometimes just get lost in these conversations like oh shit I yeah know. i fl- i flashed in mine a couple of times not gonna lie but wow, wow i'm sorry bad. i'm sorry i'm so sorry uh, it's a distraction I'm, I'm trying to get better it is a distraction it's weird there are the devices that are literally programmed to make your mind want them constantly <laughs> what do you think is more dangerous do you think it's more dangerous to get your news on social media or to get your news from like on television from CNN. Well, dude, that's what I was saying. It's like you gotta the best. The best source, of course, is right being right there with the person. But if, if you can't get that, then I think you have to read lots of different news. As much different news. I think you need to like purposely try to find if you if there's a one take on the on this particular story. I think you have to purposely try to find another story that refutes it. Just mm-hmm. it if nothing else, just to verify that what you're reading at this point, because, and then, but in a lot of cases, you're going to find stuff that you're going to see totally differing points of view on. And how are you going to decide what that is? It's well, so easy I, to fall for things on online. Like even if like the, with the people who have websites with articles, you have to scroll all the way down just to see like, okay, yeah, this is like satire at the very bottom. And you'll, you'll believe it if you don't do that. That's just how like the internet's run, right? Like that's, it's yeah. so annoying. The internet, like, even fucking recipe websites, you can't look up a recipe website. Like you look up, you look up a recipe and then all of a sudden it's like eight paragraphs about how I thought about coming up with this recipe. And then the recipes at the bottom. Um, for what? <laughs> for what? Dude, I came here for the recipe. Yeah. I'm, trying, I'm, I'm literally, I got the ingredients out. I'm looking. Um, and then you got ads. You got ads that pop up too. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, social media is, is totally not helping. Um, fucking, there was uh, all these fake live videos that keep happening on Facebook. Like there was a, did you know there was a, tr- there was a fire at Trump Tower? I think in 2017, um, and someone had posted it 
on Facebook is a live video and they're like, Trump Tower's on fire during the New York protests. That confuses me. How do you, how do they do that? Because anyone can just go live, dude. I, there's no like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But okay, going live, Uh you go live. How do you go live and post an old video? Well, you just do like a stream. So if I uh, like, I, I, I if I were to stream to my Star Wars, I do streaming on my Star Wars Battlefront page uh, at Sinmet Battlefront on Facebook, by the way. Uh, um, you can you set up the stream on your laptop, and then you can feed into the stream whatever you want them to see on the stream. So it says live no matter what because technically it is live because at that moment you're feeding it from your computer. But you can play whatever you want. I mean, I've seen tons of stuff that is not like, especially with like ufo videos and shit like people are like posting ufo like oh i'm seeing it's a live video of a ufo but it's like a looping video it keeps looping like every minute or so um and this this facebook doesn't verify any of that anyone off the street can jump on a laptop and if you have a page um and you can you can you can buy ads on facebook no vetting you can target specific people by their age race i don't know not race sorry i don't don't want to say race i don't think you can do race but gender for sure um, yeah age and gender um and what the pages that they like so obviously um you could like do a bunch of like right wing like pages and send it to like only people everyone who likes this page to see this it's it's really just so open-ended and unregulated at this point that it's it's fucking insane it's really it's no, kind of well, broken they do have fact check i know that's a thing right. that's coming coming but about who's where are the fact checkers stopping these live these fake live videos mm. um these pages that are being run still by like neo-nazi groups or russian russian entities hate groups i don't know antifa groups that are that are one run uh by white supremacists but they're setting up events to try to get people to fight it's uh it's crazy times and it's definitely it's definitely putting in perspective i'm taking notice of the people who aren't helping for sure that's what i'm it's being very apparent you know yeah um yeah i was gonna ask you about that like how's your uh you know your friend list looking are people like in support of like the things that you're posting or are they just saying are, is it a good amount of friends on your page posting things or it, are you having uh, the support <laughs> It seems like, to be honest, everyone is pretty much in agreement that police are too violent right now. But it gets everyone seems to be able to agree on that, um, from what I've seen. Uh, these are these are even like the like the the typical right wing folks that might would comment on a post of mine, like when I was talking about healthcare with Bernie back in the primaries. I had a lot of people commenting on my post to debate about the merits of should we all have health care and is that a right um but yeah those people now are all pretty much like yeah that's the police shouldn't be allowed to do that now how much punishment they get and what you know comes out of that that's where it spirals all over the place i don't know but i'm just especially when, when right. it comes to criticizing trump it's still still like still they, yeah. there's there's like some same the same lady who would be like, oh my god, I can't believe the cops just killed George Floyd would post. I'm glad I'm glad that we have a president who follow who is a Christian post a picture of Trump holding the Bible. You know what I mean? That type of thing. It's it's yeah. still like a weird like disconnect that I, I especially like that alone. I, that okay. I mean, just, that is one of the most appalling things I've ever seen in my lifetime. That is like 
that in my heart of hearts was probably the scariest thing I've ever seen a, an American president do. Not, and that's aside from sending troops overseas, as aside from bombing president, that is like a president openly weaponizing a religion. That's, Does it relate to the Adolf Hitler? Yeah. Picture. Yeah. But which is actually yeah. a fake. Um, was that? That's a, yeah, it's photoshopped. The, the Bible's oh. the Bible's photoshopped in there, but the point stands. I mean, he's still. Uh, the comparisons are there obviously yeah. you're gonna you know yeah and now he's surrounded by over two miles of fence the white house is you know that yeah, two miles yeah there's <laughs> two layers of fencing that's around the white house now oh okay wrapped around yeah okay. um it's fucking wild can you imagine this going on for much longer like this unrest I I wonder if it's going to pick back up after, you know, if the verdict doesn't go correctly or in the way people want it to be. Um, I do see it dying down now. Um, well, at least the rise. Protests will probably keep going on for quite some time. Um, I hope so. Like I said, I hope we don't fucking stop, stop crying about this until we get papers. Get it yeah. in writing. I was actually going to try to go out right now. Well, not right now, but like tonight. But I just got a message for about a stupid curfew i don't i don't i don't know if anyone's following do that you pro- daytime seems to be the safest for sure um but the ones that are like stationary protests seem to also be like the safest as well like the, the where it gets kind of tricky is like the marches and stuff that's where yeah. i freaked out today with uh because we were all in the street technically right so by law that is breaking the law and an officer could use that as justification to be like Hey, you're breaking the law. I need to stop you and talk to you. Um, it's fucked up. Yeah, it gives right. them a way in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the one that I, I was, yeah, Tahunga and Magnolia in North Hollywood. If you're looking to, if you're looking to have a peaceful protest, everybody, go there. It's a, it's a public, public, uh, public works building. I think it's like a, like some sort of park square. It's a parks across the street from it, but uh, people are just hanging on the corridor holding signs and uh you know getting to know each other sp- uh, t- speaking on their feelings you know. well, it's encouraging well. to see there's a lot more people speaking out than not um at least it seems like um but i don't know like i don't i don't have a lot of connection to like the the deep south or anything so i don't know like what type of support? And I, it seems like you know if there's protests in all fifty states, then and the, the majority yes. of countries supporting it, right? In some in some form of size, yes, yes. Some have come and went. Some are still going on right now. Um, but it's just it's good that it's been all over in each state. You know? It's amazing. Yeah. Sight. Now the question is what happened to covid and is it coming back once the protests died down because i think what twenty-five thousand new cases have just cropped up um which is you know who even knows where that number came from well, yeah, where, <laughs> um, what did they do to get that number um how how have you been handling the covid thing before like protests and all that like have you just been locked up in, inside or whenever you go outside, you just wear a mask and gloves? Yeah, if I go outside, I wear a mask. But uh, like I was in the middle of working uh, 
and uh, we all had to exit our office and work, start working from home uh, within like with a week's turnaround. Um, but that was it was super simple, super smooth. We all got like a remote computer systems and just kept working from home, and it was like nothing changed to be honest. Um, my life kind of exists at a desk most of the time anyway, like computer working on things. So mm -hmm. my life in general hasn't changed much, uh, to be honest. Um, yeah. it's nice having my girl home more to, uh, that's good. So we spend a lot more time together. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm sure a lot of people who are like, you know, spend their days at like restaurants and stuff or bars, I probably go crazy, but I'm like not a bar goer or anything. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's I NBA. You say you miss NBA. Yeah. NBA is coming back though. So. I know. What's the actual date? What is the July thirty first? Oh my god! I know. What? Why so I know. long? Well, they gotta. <laughs> I'm sure they probably gotta do training camp all over again now and get everyone. Also, that's why they're saying they're restarting the season. Okay. Mm. In a, in just just for like eight games. They're only playing eight regular season games. Are they throwing out the records or are they just? No, they're keeping the records. So here's what they're doing. They're uh. Basically, the East is set. The East has their one-day seed already. Um, mm -hmm. The West had, you know, Portland and uh, New Orleans and uh, – oh, shit, one other team. Uh, they're all pretty close. It's The, the eighth seed is with, within reach, basically. So there's like four teams within 2.5 games of the eighth, eighth seed. So they're going to play eight more games to try to figure out who gets the eighth seed. Um, and then they're going to have the playoffs. But all in okay. one, all in from one arena with no fans in hmm. Disney World. Sounds kind of a, uh, I don't know. It's gonna be a lot of sweat on that court. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering what the hell they're gonna do about the sound. Oh well, I, yeah, I heard something about micing, like micing the players up and. Oh. Well, do you think? Could imagine just like if it was only if you only heard long court stuff like. You couldn't air that shit on fucking TV. All those people not think about it. Yeah, you can't. You can't. <laughs> That's not that happening. Is, they talk a lot of shit. I've, uh, if you're ever wondering, just Google Kevin Garnett trash talk, and that's all you need to know yeah. about the NBA. Um, so, but they were talking about maybe using like 2K crowd noises to uh, to fill the arenas. I don't know. Either way, it's gonna be weird. I think I think music would be cool, like DJ that that would be cool yeah and i think they should just you know still mic up the players just find them if they're you know gonna cuss or just tell them like hey just don't just try to avoid it you know or personally. charge extra for the uh, uh the unadulterated stream where they cuss more i'll, I'll watch yeah. that or, yeah put it on the channel don't put it on espn or tnt or whatever put it on uh what, hbo sports yeah i also don't know where it's all gonna air i wonder how all the airing's gonna because you know, it's going to be a TNT, ABC, all that, ESPN. Who gets all those games? Yeah, I thought it was going to interfere with like contracts and stuff that they just, you know, have it in Florida. But, I don't know. So, so freaking weird. I'm excited though. This is dope. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad my. No, go ahead. What are you going to say? Totally have no idea who's going to be the champion. Like it could literally be anyone. Everyone's pretty much on the same play level playing field now in terms of like most teams like Portland. Well, Portland's not level playing field, actually. They're still missing. They're starting uh, 
small forward, but they got their center, their two centers back, the center starting power forward. So Melo is like technically a bench guy. They're number they're number nine, right? Or yeah. Number nine, okay. Um I got the Celtics coming out of the East, I think. I think they're probably gonna be the best to recover because they're just such a young team. Yeah. Uh, to recover from this whole thing. Uh, I'm pretty sure everybody's staying in some kind of shape, but I don't well, know. It seemed like they, they played a lot better together than last year. Um, it seems like Kemba, Kemba is a much better fit in terms of their uh, team culture. Uh-huh. Um, and they were playing well. I don't know. Is Gordon, Hay- Gordon Hayward's always a question mark for me. He doesn't seem like he's – he never really got that step back after that, that leg break, break two, two years ago. He tried to come back after that, right? Yeah, he's been, he's been playing, but he hasn't like really like returned to form yet. Still, um, I think he's. It, I think he played. He played last year a little bit. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he started I, this I, season. He should have waited out. He should have waited for a whole other year, or at least at least like a couple of months or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if he was like one hundred percent. I mean, he he only know how his body feels, but that injury was just so gruesome. Just yeah, good. the psychological effect that that has to have on you, like after yeah. jumping up as high as you can your whole life to get like dunks and stuff, and then you do the one the one time you break your freaking leg in half. <sighs> but uh, yeah, I agree. Celtics are cool. I think the the Pacers are one to look out for as well, bro. The uh, Pacers they have a squad, um, and Victor Oladipo is back and he is he's fully healthy now um uh, victor ladipo malcolm brogdon and miles turner that's a pretty sweet big three and they got a lot of good role players around them are the nuggets um, still in contending i think the nugs are in yeah i'm pretty sure yeah. the nugs are in i like how the nuggets the nuggets are playing good as well they played good last year too um uh, i don't know what the yeah. playoff picture is right now um what do you think about the Lakers? Because I know the Lakers, they probably have like the second or third best record right now. Yeah. Um, do you think they can recover? Because I know they got an older team. Can they recover from this? Well, they're, they're the ones that are probably the best uh, in the best position to win this whole thing now. Because, I mean, it's all if their whole thing was just getting to the end of the season healthy, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they have, you know, like they're really top heavy pretty much. Like they're top, like at seven, probably six or seven dudes that are like really, really good. Um, but they're all really, really good. So, yeah, I don't know. I think they're definitely like one of the top teams I'd say to win. Uh, we got Lakers, Lakers, uh, Lakers, Clippers. Um, I like the Clippers a lot too, dude. Um, but they haven't really. I don't think the Clippers are going to win, to be honest. I think they uh, they lose to the Lakers because of uh, they don't have anyone to stop Anthony Davis. Yeah, um, I think that's the. Okay. That's the main crux there. I think you got LeBron to match up with Kawhi, and you just start. You just throw everybody. You got it, Paul George. Um, I like Patrick Beverly though. Patrick Beverly. I do too. He's got a fan. He's great. Um, <laughs> I, he's a. I didn't know he was from Chicago. Yeah. Until a couple of years ago, I went to a, a friend of mine is um, a season ticket holder, so we went to a, like a preseason event, and they showed this little mini documentary about Pat Bev's life. Uh, he's a pretty inspirational man. He. Uh, Went to was like a, one of the most highly re, uh, touted recruits in out of Illinois. Went to uh, Arkansas, and then after Arkansas, um, ended up playing overseas because he couldn't get a job in the in the league, and then uh, mm. you know found his way back in eventually. Was like 
but you know, had a lot of those, I'm, you know, this could be it moments for me. Right, right. Um, so yeah, I, I love his defense. Defense has always been my my thing. You know, that's why he's known. That's what he's known for his defense. Uh-huh. That's why he's. I feel like that's why he's in the. He's a bit made a big name for himself. He's still in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. love me some um, Pat Yeah, yeah. yeah we got a few people from Chicago. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Van Vliet from the. Ooh. From the uh, what's the Raptors, right? Yeah. yeah, you know he went he went to Wichita State. He uh, I, I saw him play at SIU SIU Arena twice. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, SIU played Wichita? Oh, I, don't I didn't watch. Yeah, they, I didn't uh, watch college basketball. Uh, we used to be in the same conference. Uh, uh Wichita's. I forget where they went. They might have gone in the Big East or something. But yeah, Wichita State was in the Missouri Valley for like decades. Oh, really? Yeah. Same know. with Creighton. Now they're they're they're. I don't know how bas- basketball works. Is it D one? Is it do they do double A? And mm, no, it's still it's all D one. All D one. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I was yeah. wondering with like the March Madness and stuff like that. Oh know? yeah, dude. SIU used things. to have a really dope program. Yeah. Like basketball. Yeah. yeah. Really good uh, NCAA runs. Uh, I was there. I was there. <laughs> Those are good times. Yeah. Uh, I have my pops to thank for those. He used to take me to all these games as a kid, man. It's my I love of basketball runs deep. I know. Yeah, you used to play on the court. You played, you played, did you play a little bit in college or you just played in high school? Because I know you trans, we both transferred to yeah, SIU. Yeah, I transferred. Well, yeah, I transferred, I transferred to SIU after I decided that basketball in college wasn't going to be worth it. Because I went to a D3 school. Um, after the season was doing summer summer training with them mm-hmm. and knew that you know it's not like i was going to play i was going to be back at the bottom of the totem pole again and you know what's this i'm not gonna go to the nba i think it's time you know high school after high school because high you know high, basketball is my life in high school that's all i cared about that's all i worked on so after high school, it seemed like there was just it was time to just move on. You know, I said all I needed to say about basketball. Yeah. Time, time to make movies. Yeah, I kind of held that similar feeling when I I tried out for SIU football. It's so I freaking remember. hard, though. Do yes. you remember that? Actually, I tried out, I think, two or three times. And, uh, yeah, I think there's probably about, like, maybe 50 people coming out and maybe, like, two or three actually making the team. Not even making the team, just, like, a considered walk on, if you will, so they can still get cut or whatever. Yeah, uh, hung it up. Yeah, hung it up. At least you got to the like. I do somewhat regret. Like I knew the door was open for me to have if I wanted. I knew people like in the SIU organization. Like I could have like ended up being like the video coordinator for the basketball team or something. You know. Yeah. Um, I do regret not taking an active part in the in the program anymore once I actually became a student there because I literally I spent so much of my childhood games there um so that must have been cool to do like videography for the uh football team yeah football team it was cool it was like doing their highlights editing their film like I never imagined doing that I never pictured myself being in that predicament but yeah it was a good experience yeah Shout out cool. to Dean Merritt. Uh, Dean Merritt yeah. works with me. Yeah. Also, the juicer. The juicer. Yeah. The juicer himself. Um, what if there's anyone of my friends like that I've met like throughout life that I think 
really belongs like in front of a camera. I think Dean is just I think he's he's a I think he's funny as hell, man. I I, I wish I wish he would like work on that. One thousand percent agree. <laughs> and I can't I can't disagree with anymore. I think he should make like a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. I think he should do make a Twitter. I think he should be doing those things, and I, I can't get him on Twitter worth anything. But. Well, Twitter, I don't blame him, dude. Twitter, Twitter's rough. Twitter's rough. Twitter is amazing. Twitter exists for me to like check on, see like it, what's going on, like on my block. If I hear like an explosion, which I hear a lot, um, uh-huh. and uh, for posting links to shit when I post when I make stuff. That was it. <laughs> I don't. I try not to send my thoughts out too much because otherwise, I just I I feel like I I tend to turn trend negative. I feel like I don't know. My propensity is, is to bitch on Twitter for some reason. It is like a it's like a public diary, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Def, definitely. You can definitely get into that mode and start rambling about things you don't want to tell people. You know, been there. So podcasts are for. Yeah, yeah. Even though podcasts yeah. feel more well less, um, but more public, if you will. Well, if you True. put it on YouTube, it's it's very public. But to be honest. It's very hard to get people to listen and watch. Uh, it's fucking hard. Like unless you're like, I don't, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily the podcast. You just gotta you know where you advertise it a certain way. You know all about that. Right. So, it just yeah. seems like unless you're like associated with a brand or something, you need to be bringing your audience in from like you need to have like something else that you do if you want to have a following on your podcast. You know, you need to be a filmmaker. You need to be a comedian. You need to be. Um, yeah an expert on something you know not even like that you know not even like a i shouldn't say that because social media followings is really so bullshit and overblown i I deal with this in acting all the time bro like there's there's literally criteria in casting calls for like you need to have at least twenty thousand followers if you want to even audition for this project so followers wow yeah the times that we've come to (laughs) it's a game man it's a game um so in the the beauty about technology being so readily available as it is now is that it's removed all the gatekeepers so i can have a podcast you can have a podcast we can all do i can make movies from home with my iphone if i want you know um Mm -hmm. we can we have the ability to do more than we ever have really um it's just about and especially in the information to start that stuff is, has never been more readily available anyway. Like I can't tell you how much I've learned just from like Googling, uh, like getting on YouTube and like watching, like what's your podcast set up or how do you remaster your audio or how do you, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, that's the beauty of creators is like, we like to, we like to share, share with each other. Um, so with that spirit of mind, I need to uh, encourage you and Dean to start this podcast. Oh yeah. Dane, if you're watching, I told him about the idea. But yeah. We're gonna put something in the works. We gotta get get together and you know formulate what we're gonna, you know, podcast about. Yeah, I mean, I literally dude. I there is I mean it's we're classified as a film interview podcast, but I mean you you've been here for this whole almost two hours. We're talking about everything. Yeah. Um yeah. Shit. <laughs> you can do whatever you want to do. It's my show, damn it. I'll talk to whoever I want to talk to. Um this word to Jaybird. Words were Jaybird merged. W-U-R-D. Yeah, well, I, I'm still I'm still praying that that's that doesn't end up being my Achilles heel someday that it's hard for people to remember <laughs> that it's spelled different. Well, <laughs> 
<laughs> when I tried, to, I was driving and I was trying to search your podcast and uh, I did the W-O-R-D. And I don't think it popped up at first, but usually when I search it, I just do Jaybird. But, oh, um, really? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, does, that, does that turn it up? Yeah, it turns it up. Mm, yeah, because okay. you're the only one, only one on, because uh, I do, I do uh, the Apple podcast. You're the only okay. one with Jaybird on there. So Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's all about, you know, um, optics or everything, right? So now that, you know, my podcast is there amongst, you know, with the best of them, there's Joey Diaz right there next to Justin Jaybird. Hank, you know, you listen to Joey Diaz? I do listen to Joey Diaz. I fucking love, he's one of the wisest men I've ever listened to. That, now gotta, that's a man with some experience. I got to check out his podcast. I like him on Joe Rogan. But, Me too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, but he talks, uh, getting into any of those like he's got a couple of them where he just like tells like his life story um you know like in that jail all this type of stuff you know having a kid and then not you know raising her properly and all this very very candid man about his life and his experiences and is well worth to listen to just you just feel like you're just a more like you feel like you've aged after listening to that you feel like a wiser man because you feel like you've heard some shit because <laughs> uh, he's t- yeah he, he's talking about kidnapping someone did you know he what went to prison? Fuck? He went to prison for kidnapping oh, someone. I did. I heard about that. I think he talked about it on Joe Rogan before. Yeah. On, on JRE. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting guy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the show wasn't shit until it was on Apple and Spotify. You know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like it. It feels like that's like the the optics you need. Because mm-hmm. um, it's hard to and also just to reach more more listeners in general because yeah. it was only on the YouTube anyway. So now there's options. And yeah, so I encourage you. And it's free. This is free, by the way. You can get your podcast on, on Apple and Spotify for free. All you need is a website. You need a website with an RSS feed. I was going to ask you that, but I didn't know if you want to hear it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Squarespace is the simplest way to, is, is what I did. Like, I just, I had to, the reason that it hasn't been on, on Apple and Spotify from the very beginning is because the, the website maker that I, I made my site, the original justinhankinson.com with, uh, didn't have the, uh, Weebly? It's called an, yeah, Weebly. Mm-hmm. It, just, it didn't, it didn't interact with Apple correctly. So, um, you, all you really need is an RSS feed, a blog post. So if you made like a Squarespace website and then, uh, made a blog post, it's, it's really, dude, it like does the work for you. It's really, really simple. Um, yeah, the the real important thing is just knowing what you're doing with the audio, which is you know, it's, it's a lot. It's a learning curve. What do you use? Um, well, I I use them. I mean, you can use anything. You can use a. There's people that do you know with just like a, their phone. But if you you just need a mic, any sort of microphone that can get you clear clear sound, and oh, then okay. knowing how to properly level that sound and to you know how to if you need to like have some sort of program where you can uh enhance things if you need it like i use a program called adobe audition and you can like if you if there was like a fan in the background there's a there's a a preset where you could probably remove that background noise i might have that on my computer no i don't um what's a is there a free audio i'm trying to think of, i can't think of a free audio one oh wait no audition. i do i do have you, do, you got adobe audition yeah i have uh all the adobe which one yeah adobe audition oh, cc shoot. 2018 yep yeah that's, uh, that's, that's Joel. she put it on my computer <laughs> wow i did what is uh does she use 
Is she? Uh... Yeah, she's a graphic designer, so she uses a lot of this stuff already. So she had all the programs. I didn't know. She has that. Yeah. Uh, do, do, can uh, where can we find some of her, her art? Uh, I I don't know if it's on her page, but you can follow her at Jewel the Creative, at Jewel the Creative. And she might have a link on her bio. Nice. Um, Jewel the Creative. I'm gonna check. That I know out she right has now. A, I know um, she has another page. I don't know. That's cool. Um, yeah, that that Adobe Suite's nice. Uh, if you uh, if you have your SIU email still, by the way, if you have a student email, you can get the entire Adobe Suite for thirty dollars a month. Okay, yeah, I think that's what she has on here. Yeah, it's not Come, bad. It's much it's, in the clutch. It's all pretty. Really, I need they to make use movies. It. They make movies on the Adobe, uh, the Adobe uh, Premiere Pro. That's that's mm-hmm. what I edit on. Um, that's professional stuff. Industry standard shit. All so, yeah, right. no excuses. No excuses. Hop on it. Just uh, and just don't. The, the big thing is don't force it, dude. Like it's got, it's got to be something that you just sit down and comes naturally to you. Um, which means you know, with my for my podcast, sometimes you know I'm just not you know in the mood to sit down and talk to someone. But that's my show, so gotta mm-hmm. get the fuck over it. <laughs> but but you know you you could have any sort of you could be an MMA podcast you mm-hmm. uh, yeah the possibilities are endless but I encourage I just, you just, to just smoke weed like Jeremy you could you could I, I have <laughs> great guys no, do, I don't uh, smoke do mushrooms on, on yeah. the podcast, depending on what your uh, what your uh, occupation is. <laughs> <laughs> No comment, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another nice nice thing. Is like I don't have to worry about. I mean, losing my job for for saying I smoke weed and uh, and make movies. That's good because I'm gonna say like L.A. Like uh, I don't know. Ah, shit! It's a different world. It's a different world out here, man. It is. It is. You about ready to wrap it up, dog? Pretty much, man. We talked about what? Yeah, that was talked good. about a bunch of shit. Yeah, man. Been a pleasure. Thanks for having me on here. Oh yes, dude. Um, anytime. Where uh, where can people find you? Do you want people following you on social media? Yeah, you can follow me IG. That'll be uh Jordan James IG. Um, what is my Twitter? My Twitter is at JTG Tweet. Um, you can follow me on there. <laughs> And that's pretty much it. Don't follow me on Facebook. Yeah. If you can think of anything that Beat should say to Fat Man when they're when they're fighting, tweet it at him or tweet it at me. Let us know. Write this. I don't want to write this. You write it for me. I'll go get watch it made Fat Yeah, and go watch Fat Man. Check it out. Run, run that up. We need a thousand views right now. We do. I need it for my soul. I don't even know how many views I got right now. Uh, it's hovering. Uh, it's been hovering around the 300 mark for quite some time. Let's see if we can get some, we can get a bump. Okay. Get that fat man bump. Come on, guys. All right, my friend. Thanks for coming on, man. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Uh, no problem, Jimmy. Anytime, man. Huh?